Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome here, Caitlin. Hello. Welcome to Dad's Daughters and Dollars. I don't remember. Is this like our sixth episode of season six? Um, So I know you're going to probably think, and so everybody knows, I usually kind of research what I'm trying to teach my daughter, and then she usually knows nothing about what we're about to talk about, and then she reacts in real time like you would if you were her age, which is 25. (laughs) So excuse me. What we're talking about today, I know you're going to start to think is boring, but then you're going to go, oh, hopefully by the end of the show. And if you don't do, oh, by the end of the show, I'll give you $100. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll owe for you. <laughs> you will? Yeah. What, you don't want to be owed $100? I mean, I would love $100, but it's it's okay. Okay. So there were three things I was thinking of calling this episode. One is another reason to be a long-term investor. Two was the stock market is not the economy. And three is nobody knows anything. I think all three things are those, those are true. Although the second one, I kind of always thought the economy was like, if people are excited about companies and they're investing and they're hiring businesses and the economy must be doing well, people are, the unemployment rate is low, people keep getting jobs, da 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 and the stock market is going up. So if the economy is doing well, the stock market is doing well. And if the stock market is doing bad and people are very scared and skeptical and people are, oh, businesses are going under, they're having to fire people, tech companies, which I guess is happening now, we're laying off a million people all at once. The stock market must be doing very bad, very bad. So the economy is doing bad, the unemployment rate is up, and the stock market's doing bad. But I guess, uh, please dispel you, my you, thoughts. Yeah, you heard me do the buzz a second ago, which was meaning that's incorrect. <laughs> About three months ago, I read an article that said the stock market is not the economy. So I kind of thought it was going to be boring. And then I did, of course, obsessively uh, about three months of research, and I came up with, I think, a few bullet points to try and make this point be driven home to you. All right. So people often think, like you do, that the stock market and economy are one and the same. That one reflects, so the stock market, when it goes up, it reflects the economy going up. When the economy goes down, it reflects the stock market going down. They're nowhere close to being the same. And we're going to show you how. All right. So what does the economy do? do? It looks backward. Anytime economists, and it comes out in the news, they're reporting on the economy and how the economy does, it's usually for the previous 12 months. It's not for anything that's happening now. That's the only way they measure. that's true, yeah. That's the only way they measure. So they measure with like gross domestic product, which is like everything that's sold, all the goods and products that are sold. GDP. Um, Employment rates. And inflation. So they put those three together and they say the, the economy is doing terrible or the economy is doing well. But what they're talking about is the previous year. So if in February they say this is what the economy is doing, it means January of 2022, January 1st through January 31st of 2022. It has nothing to do with the year 2023. And all of us assume, and then people go, if on that same day that that economy news came out about the previous year, people, and let's say the stock market happened to go down that day by 200 points, people go, see, 
the stock market's down because the economy's bad. It's totally not true. The stock market is based on that day. And what the stock market does, it's forward-looking. It's based on when you invest, I believe that this company's going to go up in the future. It has nothing to do with the past. The thing I'll say about economy, though, I feel like to economists, the economy is the past. But I think for maybe a younger generation, people who haven't taken economy classes, people who, like myself, who I think I've taken three very basic level economy classes in my entire college career, I am by no means an economist, I would generally think that the term, people just don't know that the term is that it's evaluated in the past. But like, I think the the term of economy is just so broad and vague that it can kind of encompass something like the stock market. That's the only thing I'll say. But it's just, it's just from a basis of um, not understanding, not that people think they're one and the same. Although I guess people probably do think sometimes they're one and the same, like just like how um, a rectangle is not a square, but a square is a rectangle. Right. Kind of like that food of thought. That's where I'm going with that. Right. So, Listen, the the economy could be going up and the stock market could be going up at the same time. So the economy from, let's say this was true and it's not, January 1st to December 31st of 2022 was up. And it was up by 15%. And then in February of 2023, they say the economy is up 15%. And on that same day, the stock market went up like 10% or something. See, they're linked. And it turns out they're not. Let me tell you about the stock market. It's a forward-looking indicator. So if the economy looks backwards, the stock market looks forward. It's what investors think what will happen either today or tomorrow. So it's going into the future. I bet if I put $1,000 into Apple, I heard a rumor that they're coming out with a new cell phone that like, I'm sure you've seen the ads for Google Pixel where you can like, oh, there's somebody in the background of your photo and you can circle them and then it just erases them. Yeah. I'm sure on iPhone's next version, they're going to have that because everybody semi copies each other, but they're going to try and put more bells and whistles to make it even cooler. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I also think there's a lot of innovation that Google and other companies that are not, Apple and like iPhone uh, have made, but because Apple just tries to remain like as sleek, as cool as possible. Like that's, that's why we all have, at least in our family, we all have iPhones and, and Mac computers is because it's, it aims to be simple. It doesn't aim to like, well, look at you can do these five cool things. It's like people just want simple sometimes instead of, the five cool things. But so let me, you know how I said the stock market's a forward looking. If yeah. the stock market goes up on any one day, you can turn around and put this definition in the back of your head. That day, more people bought stocks than sold them. And the reason they bought them is they thought, oh, the money I just invested today is going to do well in the future. Whether the future is one week from now, three months, 30 years, they believe in the future what I just put down to invest in Apple or Google or whatever it is, I believe it's going to do better. And I'm not putting my money down to lose. I'm thinking it's going to do well. So any day the stock market goes up, more people believe 
what they're investing is going to do well. And it basically means more people bought into companies that day than sold. Okay? Okay. So why is this all important, forward-looking, backward-looking? All that? Why is that important? So if the economy tells you what's already happened and the stock, tell, stock market tells you what they believe is going to happen, it means they're rarely on the same page. They don't talk to each other, and I have the proof. So in America... There are only a total of, this is self-reporting, that people, only 58% of the, all the people in America invest in stocks. So that means 42% of the people in America do not invest in stocks. So the stock market could go up while the economy is going down based on the other 42%. And the stock market could go down and the economy goes up based on that same 42%. Mm. Here's the other reason. The total amount we talked about investing in index funds, the total stock market index is about 3,800 to 4,000 companies. How many companies do you think there are in America? Oh, gosh. Four million. 10.75 million. Okay. So if, let's say, on any given day, the stock market went down, and if there were 3,800 companies in the total stock market, Maybe, and that's basically mean publicly traded companies. So if you have a diner in South Carolina and you're not on the stock market, you're still a business. So let's say on the stock market goes down 100 points one day. That could mean that 2,000 companies had more stocks sold that day than bought, and the other 1,800 may were bought, but the stock market went down that day. Right. But that's only reflecting 2,000 companies that went down that day. That does not reflect 10.75 million, million companies. Yeah. So the economy could do, be doing fine on the day the stock market goes down. They're never really fully linked. Is it possible for both to go down at the same time and both to go up at the same time? Yeah. Absolutely. But they're not really necessarily linked. All right. I'm going to come back after the break and we're going to do one more thing about why the stock market is not linked and what you should do about it as sort of the takeaway for this episode. And we'll be right back. All right. So we're back and we're uh, talking about why no one knows anything or why the stock market and the economy are not linked. <laughs> right? Yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? You just had a smirk that said, oh, dad, you're so crazy. I Well, no, it's just I agree with you. I, I asked you this before we started recording, but I asked, there's this new thing on Netflix about Bernie Madoff. And um, just if, if that movie or limited series, whatever you want to call it, teaches you anything, should you watch it or should you not watch it? The basis is nobody knows anything. Correct. Because... Uh, at least the the gist of it is everyone thought Madoff, Bernie Madoff, uh, was this hedge investor fund god, and he sat on the board of all of these things, and he was maybe going to even take over the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is responsible for just being a watchdog on everything that happens on Wall Street, blah, blah, blah. And he was just the biggest fraud of all time, and he ruined a lot of lives. Uh, and the fact is, is that there was this guy who laid it all out for them. Like, Hey, what he's doing is, um, bad. Uh, here's why here's 35 billion reasons why and he told them multiple times and no one did anything about it. 
And uh, it just goes to show that nobody knows anything. anything. At right. least when it comes to money sometimes. Should that be the name of the episode? I mean, if you don't mind changing it. No, I don't. It's just sort of the subtitle is the stock market and the economy are not linked necessarily. All right. So before the break, I gave two reasons. One was the amount of people that own stocks and the total amount of companies in the S&P 500 compared to the 10.75 million that are actually in the country. Here's the other thing, employees. The United States has over 155 million people that are employed from all the 10.75 million companies, right? The S&P 500, if you added up every employee for all 500 companies, how many people? Oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to say, wait, how many companies? There are 500 500. companies in the S&P 500. I don't know how many employees there are. You know, one company could have 10,000 and one could have Uh, 100,000. Right. So I'm going to roughly say 1.2 million? It's uh, 25 million people. Wow. When you add together all the 500 companies in the S&P 500 in the stock market. But how many employees are there in the whole USA? 155 million. So if the stock market goes down, uh, substitute the word S&P 500, that reflects what happened on those companies which only have 25 million. That doesn't reflect the other 130 million people in the country and how their business is doing. Well, that doesn't even affect, uh, you know, our population as a whole. We got to remember that the population of the United States is, I think, is probably around 340 million, something like that. Well, but we're just talking about the employed people. Right, I know, but imagine that the stock market, whether you're invested or not, affects like everyone. Oh, let's say you're part of the 58% of the population that invests in a stock. That stock goes down and you are just about to take out that money to send your child to school. That child is now affected. You know what I mean? Like you have to make some different financial decisions. So, or you wanted to go and put a down payment on the house, but then, oh no, look at that. Most of that money is gone because you invested all in something like Tesla that's now, Went down you know, 65%. Went down 65%. On, and that's in the, listen, if you're listening four years from now, that's in, in early uh, January of 2023. So that's, I don't, who knows if it goes up 65%. Yeah, for context. But my point is, is that the stock market does just affect more than those 25 million people. But yes, it's only reflective of those companies and we're not including the mom and pop diner at South Carolina off the side of the road where people stop and grab a bite or, you know, something like that. Like it's not, that's not reflective of places like that. Well, I'll give you a quick example in terms of employees. Apple is worth over a trillion dollars and it's considered the number one company based on how much uh, it's financially worth. Right. If, some uh, product that they put out does not do so well and they lay off a thousand employees. That is nowhere close. Apple's not even close, even though their value of their company is more than any other company in the world. They're, if they lay off some people, they're not even close to being one of the top five employers in the world or even in America. Wow. So the top five employers are Walmart, Amazon, Home Depot, FedEx, and Target. 
Home Depot's in there. Yeah. Wow. So if Apple had a bad six months and lays off a thousand people, it does not mean the economy will collapse because you go, well, Apple is worth over a trillion dollars. So if they lay off a thousand people, that means the economy is going to do bad. The stock market's going to go. Not, not necessarily. A, it's not worth as much anymore, but yeah, not necessarily. The, and that keeps with the nobody knows anything. All right. All right. So why do all these differences matter? Why am I trying to make the point why the stock market is not the same as the, um, as the economy? It's important to remember that you keep a strong perspective that if the stock market falls 20%, it doesn't mean you're going to lose your job necessarily. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world and you got to sell everything you have invested. The stock market goes up and down on every day and that's just the cost of admission. Um, it's also important to remember that if the GDP growth does not necessarily correspond, if it goes up, the GDP gross domestic domestic product, it doesn't mean that stock markets will go up. They could go down together, they could go up together, and they can go in opposite directions, and that happens a lot. Here's the last example I'm going to give, and it's so important. So this is through well over 120 years of research. If the if we had a, we're not in a recession now, but people are talking about someplace in 2023 will be in a recession, right? And if a recession, I'm making this up, began on February 1st of 2022, and it lasted exactly one year to February 1st of 2023, the stock market, on average, bottoms out, meaning like the stock market, let's say. The Dow is at like 33,000 points. And let's say it started going down and down and down. And it stopped at about 29,000 points. The stock market bottoms out before it starts to head back up only three months into the recession. So if a recession lasts one year, after three months, the stock market keeps going up. But you just keep hearing how we're in a recession so you don't invest. And it turns out that over 120 years... If you invested nine months before the recession ended, you would have done amazing, mm. right? So when, this, when the economy is the recession, when you're reporting on the recession, you're reporting on the economy. You keep reporting on what already happened. So in March of 2023, people will have the results of February 1st through February 1st of 2023, Right For the previous year, they'll have, oh, we were in a recession for one year. But in May 1st of 2022, if a recession began February 1st of 2022, on average, over the last 120 years, after three months, the stock market would have started heading up, and it might have went up a tiny bit and went down a little. And went, but in general, it starts heading up only three months into every recession. So that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. It's another nobody knows anything. <laughs> yeah. I hope you got something out of this episode. I thank you again for joining us, everyone there. Um, this is Dad's Daughters and Dollars. I thank you again for subscribing and leaving a comment. Any last words, Caitlin? Just thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one. The content on Dad's Daughters and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.